The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Mark. Chapter 14 verses 12 following. On the first day of the unleavened bread when the Passover lamb was sacrificed, his disciples said to Jesus, "Where do you want us to go and make the preparations for you to eat the Passover?" So he sent two of his disciples saying to them, Go into the city and you will meet a man carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him and say to the owner of the house which he enters, The master says, Where is my dining room in which I can eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upper room furnished with couches and all prepared. Make the preparations for us there. The, the disciples set out and went to the city and found everything as he had told them. and prepared for the passover and as they were eating jesus took some bread and when he had said the blessing he broke it gave it to them take it he said this is my body then he took a cup and when he had returned the thanks he gave it to them and all drank from it and he said to them this is my blood the blood of the covenant which is to be poured out for many I tell you solemnly I shall not drink any more wine until the day I drink the new wine in the kingdom of God After psalms had been sung they left for the mount of olives The gospel of the Lord difference today as we said for the christian faith this is the source and summit of our central faith i'm sure it is through sacraments that we are revived that we live and god lives in us and this is the sacramental sacraments that make us truly real and gives us every day the divine life the eucharist is the summit or the completion of the incarnation if the promise of god at the incarnation was god with us emmanuel and he continues with us in his body and blood in this sacrament and that is what we celebrate this feast the corpus christi why it was instituted in the 13th century there is a wonderful story it's about a priest in the area of prague that time the present czech republic he was on a pilgrimage to rome of course to increase his fading faith and it is said that in a place 70 miles to rome balzena he was saying the holy eucharist and praying and at the altar at the time of the consecration the body turned into real blood and it began to bleed and it is still preserved no and following the year it was in 1263 sorry 1264 the year the next year pope urban instituted this feast to remind and commemorate the feast the body and blood and he asked st thomas aquinas to compose that famous song that we sing at the adoration the tantum ergo and to understand the mystery of it 
There are a lot of miracles. Another famous miracle is the miracle of Lanciano again in Italy, which happened the, the precious bread turned into pound of flesh and it is still preserved. Dear friends, there are a lot of miracles, Eucharistic miracles, which are proved scientifically studied. But I am sure of those of us who are in faith, we believe. Though a survey by the Catholic researchers say that only 70% 70, 70 of Catholics even doubt the presence of the Holy Eucharist. So where do we fall? 70 or the other 30? I am sure we need a greater faith. Let's just come to the readings of today. The first reading that we heard from Exodus. This is a scene when Moses calls up before he goes up to meet the Lord. Having received all the commandments, he gives to them and they ratify, we will obey. At least today they say before Moses, we will obey all that the Lord has said. We will see in the line of journey, they will break all these rules. But at least in faith they say today. And this is an old covenant and he pours or sprinkles blood on, blood on them, animals blood. And makes a covenant and the Lord, he goes up to the to the mountain the next chapter and he will comment and receive the 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 covenants the old testament animal blood purified the new testament the power of the precious blood of christ that sanctifies purifies and that binds us eternally to this new covenant and that is the second reading today the letter to the hebrews we know one of the one of the richest in theology, philosophy, and even tough to understand is the letter to the Hebrews. It's theology inside it deep. And it speaks about the role of the high priest. We know Aaron, brother of Moses, was the high priest. And every high priest in the Jewish practice, once a year, would enter the Holy of Holies, Sanctum, Sanctorum, okay, only once a year, and would do what is called a, a, a sacrifice of atonement okay, where they, he would pour the blood on the mercy seat that is on top of the, the tabernacle the ark of the covenant and that would be one only once a year you know, asking pardon for all the sins of the priests of the high priest and of the people once a year he would enter and only the high priest other priests would offer other sacrifices other thanksgiving sacrifices etc during other years and this one sacrifice would take away all the sins of course of that year and here is Jesus that is the letter to the Hebrews who gives the, the eternal sacrifice once for all okay, which he asks us to do in memory of it every time and that is the purpose and the meaning and the real goal of this particular sacrifice that we celebrate and coming to the gospel of mark it is institution of the holy eucharist the last supper or the eucharist celebrated by jesus in the upper room how mark presents to us before the passion begins before the real sacrifice of the cross would be submitted difference what's the what's the teaching of the uh, what should be our belief what should be our faith now, we know catechism of the catholic church says that the body and blood the presence is real it is truly and substantially present and that are the three words that are important no? truly present really present and substantially present there are a lot of things that we can speak about this feast 
Look at what the Lord said. The best teaching of the Holy Eucharist is what Jesus himself gives us in the sixth chapter of John. It's entire four, five, six. His entire teaching on the Holy Eucharist. And in the sixth chapter when the Lord says that I will give my body, my flesh and my blood to eat and drink, they cannot. I'm sure to us who have heard about the Eucharist today when we say body and blood of Jesus, it is at least understandable as a sacrament. But to a first century Jew, it is cannibalism, eating his flesh, drinking his blood. And they could not believe. That is why many left. And the Lord did not, no, who called the followers, come to me. No, he did not say I meant symbolically. No, nothing. He affirms it again. Truly, truly, I say to you, or if you read the original version, Amen, Amen, I say to you. That means it is confirmed. That unless you eat my flesh, drink my blood, you will have no life in me. And then he turns to the disciples, do you also want to go away? Of course, then we have the wonderful proclamation of Peter. So dear friends, that is what the Lord says about the Holy Eucharist. Scientifically, there are a lot of research done about the Eucharistic miracles. Some of them are proved and we have especially these miracles that I said, which happened in Italy, which have been subjected to scientific study by non-catholic scientists and the conclusion that they reached is wonderful no? it says the test what was test and approved that this body or the bread turned into body was tested in a scientific laboratory and these are the conclusion that they reached that it is of the cardiac tissue no? which means heart of jesus flesh contains the muscular tissue of a mycodium, that means a heart wall. The blood and the flesh belong to the same human species. The blood type is identical in the blood and in the flesh, AB, type AB. So if you have blood group AB, you belong to a divine group. Protection in the blood, sorry, the proteins in the blood are in the same proportion found in normal flesh and normal blood, fresh blood. There is no trace or what any chemical or materials used or agents for the preservation of the flesh or the blood. Those are scientific. I think these are not required for this. We say, if you look in the Gospel of Mark, who acknowledged Jesus first as the Son of God? It is a devil or a person possessed by the devil. I know who you are. You are the Son of God. That's the first realization or recognition of Jesus. And the same, dear friends, though we who say we believe, we may have doubts, elements of doubt. But the ones who really believe the precious body and blood, the presence in the Eucharist is people who, who do what is called black masses or who have evil worship. Ask them, they know what is the power of the, the, the sacrament. Dear friends, that's going into proofs, etc. Let's turn back to the Eucharist. What is it going to be to me? You know, what actually sustains my Christian faith is the sacrament. The sacraments that I re receive. And Eucharist is some and summit of every day. And that's the Eucharist, that's the sacrament that we receive, we believe, and that sustains us in life. Dear friends, as I said, if God came down to be with us in person through incarnation, his gift is here in the Eucharist to be real and to be with us always. 
as we take part in this holy eucharist of course many of us are not able to receive him physically in person but may the lord touch us sacramentally may the lord heal us may the power of the eucharist maybe when we miss him we love him a little more no? absence makes us a little more fonder we miss this presence of the body and blood of jesus physically to many may our hearts grow deeper may we understand and may we treasure the presence of christ in us and may the lord heal us may god be with us truly really and in substance every day